Hello and welcome to the Incredible Witness podcast. Today's episode is titled, Reflect on Your Childhood. For the vast majority of us, our childhood represents a really special time, since our childhood is the foundation on which our personality, life and experiences are built. It is in our childhood that we learn about our self-image. We learn how others see us, whether we are loved or worthy of being loved, and we gain our view of the world as either a safe or unsafe place. From our earliest moments, we are engaged in trying to make sense of the world, and our parents are hugely significant figures in that process, because at that time in our lives, our parents are our world. The environment our parents expose us to, and the way our parents behave to each other and towards you and others, conveys a significant amount of information that children cannot help but learn from. We interpret our world based on our interpretation of what we pick up from our parents, whether or not the interpretation is correct. A simple yet consistent action, such as giving you eye contact and smiling at you, tells you that you are visible and significant enough to be accepted and receive attention, as opposed to the alternative of being invisible, ignored and rejected. When a young child receives warm eye contact consistently, they are learning that they are valuable and the world is a safe and predictable environment to grow up in. If they observe calm, loving interaction between their parents, not only are they being provided with a stable, secure base for life, but they are learning how to behave and to treat others, as well as what is expected from their behaviour. Parents often do not realise how significant the simple action of giving your child eye contact smiling at them and giving them your best, your interest and attention is for any child. Before children are able to move, they will follow you with their eyes. As soon as they can walk, they will follow you with their feet. They are always observing and learning from you, even, even though at times what they learn or take as a truth from observing you may not be the truth or serve to be in their best interests. Failure to provide young children with consistent warm eye contact and exposing them to incidents of conflict and violence conveys not only the message that the world is an unsafe place, but right from their earliest recollection that they are not worthy of the love and attention that all children desperately want and need. A baby will continue to seek eye contact, attention and stimulation from a parent until they learn to mirror a parent's lack of excitement and enthusiasm towards them. This process does not take long to come about. At the same time, however, if the other parent is showing their baby the attention and enthusiasm they require, the baby will mirror the attention provided by the other parent who is giving them what they require. That's why you can observe a baby's face light up with animated attention and consistent body language when a baby sees one parent and almost a complete disinterest from the same baby to that of the other parent. Childhood is significant because what we learn in our childhood we invariably are inclined to carry forward into our adult lives and it affects the parents we become. Asking questions about a parent's childhood in the process of undertaking an assessment of their capacity to parent can reveal key matters such as how they view their childhood and their experience of being parented, what their lived family experience was like and and if or how matters like affection, discipline, encouragement, stimulation and praise were provided. 
Often you can discover other key parenting experiences, such as whether the parent experienced warmth, nurturing or criticism. Consistency or inconsistency, predictability or unpredictability, responsive or, or, or unresponsive care. What types of experiences they were exposed to, and to what extent, if any, they were traumatised by them. For this reason, whenever I undertake an assessment of a parent's parenting capacity, there are, there are some questions I always ask. I ask parents to describe their childhood, and I follow that question with a request for them to rate their childhood between 0 to 10. 0 meaning that they had the worst possible childhood, and 10 being that they had the best possible one. I ask parents to describe their childhood because I am interested initially in their subjective account of their childhood. But the answers I tend to receive from this question are, in isolation, not always particularly useful for assessment purposes. I had a brilliant childhood. I worked for, I I wanted for nothing, or it was okay, but we didn't have much money, tells you very little when viewed from the perspective of your parenting assessment. I have found that parents really declare that they've had a bad childhood, or if they do, they tend to underplay the extent of the difficulties faced. In addition, there may often be a world of difference between two parents who describe their childhood in very similar ways. So I ask the second question, just to get a clear idea of what their subjective evaluation means to them, and I think using a rating between 0 to 10 gives a clearer picture of how happy or unhappy a parent's childhood was experienced by them. What my years of interviewing and assessing parents, however, has taught me is that although parents can and do express what their experience of parenting has been, their views of whether they'd received largely good or largely bad parenting are of course based upon their experience of being parented. What this means then is that, contrary to the views likely expressed by parents, although it is their childhood, they are nevertheless not in a position to objectively evaluate the parenting they received. Now that probably makes little sense to you, so let me explain it further. For you to know if the parenting you received was good or bad, you would have to be able to compare it to other parenting. However, in the absence of being able to compare your experience of parenting with any other experience, you are unable to do so because the only parenting reference you have when a child is that which you receive from your parents. And how can you objectively evaluate parenting that has, that has become so much a part of you that you don't even begin to question it? Just think about that for a moment. How often, if ever, do you question the parenting you receive from your parents? You might not like aspects of your parenting, but you accept it as being normal, because for you, that's exactly what it is, was, or has long since become. In terms of your parenting experience, it's pretty much all you have ever known. And it is not until you are placed in a position where you have to consider the impact of someone else's parenting that you may be minded in the process to evaluate your own. Now the thing is, I have known several parents who have rated their parenting experience as 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10. And yet during their childhood, they have been exposed to some traumatic and adverse childhood experiences, such as experiencing the death of a parent, a parent becoming ill, parents splitting up, alcohol misuse and being placed in in care. Despite these childhood experiences or circumstances, which are clearly adverse childhood experiences, 
the parents I spoke to often tended to see their childhood in a rosy way. Perhaps this is because as young children we are inclined to remember happy events whilst painful or traumatic events we tend to bury in order to cope with life and survive. Several of the parents I spoke to whose parents had separated or divorced were inclined to blame themselves for events such as their separation. These events were clearly beyond the child's control and despite their views they were not responsible for the family's circumstances. Frequently parents grow up with a view of themselves that is negative or does not serve them in any way. Some parents go through their entire life blaming themselves for events and circumstances they had no ability to either produce or to change. Reflecting back over your childhood and identifying the messages you received or, or the interpretations you made from your childhood experiences is a highly useful thing to do, since much of what we have gleaned from our childhood is either untrue or simply an incorrect interpretation that we have chosen to live our life believing. To live your life experiencing guilt due to feeling responsible for the breakup of your parents' relationship, or to live the rest of your life believing, as one child did, that had they loved their parent a little bit more, that their parent would never have killed themselves, is a terrible burden to, to bear. Many adults today, parents or otherwise, live their lives carrying unhelpful burdens or negative views of themselves, which impairs their self-esteem and hinders the progress they make in life. Taking the time to reflect on your childhood and deciding, as an independent adult, what you wish to believe about yourself is a wise and fruitful course of action to take. Until next time.